Hey, my village, it's your coach Mo. I'm back with a new episode. So today's topic is I'm going to give you five tips on how to promote without using money on social media or whatever. So the first tip is start building your email list. This is probably the most easiest um, one to promote. Um, Offer some type of freebie, post a link to your freebie so that people can have either download, audio, training, something, a checklist, um, calendar, planner, any little thing that you can create free in Canva. (laughs) It's not going to cost you money, but you can offer value and have people subscribe to your email list and be able to download whatever your freebie is. That's the fastest way to promote because once you get them on your email list, then you can send weekly emails um, talking about whatever you did that week or any new offering. You can offer it straight directly to your email list. Like me, I have two separate email lists, one for my parenting coaching, one for my business coaching. Each of them have about, uh, since I haven't really been offering any freebies to build the email list, I have about 200 on each list. And that's just when I do like free webinar or free courses or challenges. That's how I build my email list, offer a challenge. Like how uh, my last challenge was helping them identify their ideal client. So I had about 30 people because I usually don't have too many people that I do the challenge with. I don't want too many. So I'll limit it to about 20 or 30 people. Um, but that's how I'm able to build that email list. And then if people want to work with me after I congratulate them for, um, joining the challenge and then they sign up to work for me, work with me one-on-one. Um, but building your email list would be the fastest way to start to grow your audience, um, be able to have emails so that you can market to them. The second way, which is probably my number one way is live streaming with purpose. So on Facebook for years, I did, I think, two years straight where I went live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. My audience knew with time, with day, and I make sure they send me topics that they want me to talk about each week. But it was really fun. It was the fastest way for me to grow my following, my audience. 99% of my clients came from me doing lives. So someone would share my video. Well, a lot of people would share my video and they'll be like, I seen your video on this person's page because I'll ask them, like, how did you hear about me? And it's like, oh, I seen a live video that somebody shared. And that's how I was able to get in contact with you. So live streaming is a plus. Don't be scared to go live. I'll be telling y'all it changed my business when I got scared, stopped being scared to go live. I, it opened up a whole nother platform for me. Um, and 99% of my clients came from Facebook the first three years of my business. I recently stopped uh, doing lives about last year during the pandemic, I believe. Maybe before, no, 2019 was probably when I stopped doing live videos because I stopped taking in a lot of clients when I started grad school. So um, I was just doing more videos on my YouTube and I started my podcast um, during the pandemic. So um, I do plan on going live again. Uh, I just have to find a schedule where I can be consistent because I don't want to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to start doing lives because people have been asking about it. But if I don't have the time to do it, I'm getting ready to start my doctoral program next week and get my Ph.D., become a psychologist. So I'm going to be even more busy in school. <laughs> so um 
I don't like to put too much on my plate and overdo it. Um, but lives is everything. Um, it get more people seeing you. Um, more people can share your content easier by just sharing the live. And it helps gain their trust because they get to see you are human. Instead of just content, whatever you say, they get to hear you, feel your energy. So it's a whole different experience. Um, number three would be know your ideal client. This is very important. You cannot promote if you don't know who you're promoting to, <laughs> period. That's just like common sense. Everybody is not your ideal client. So you have to niche down. Um, a lot of people are afraid to do that, especially coaches. Like when I first became a life coach, I was a general just life coach. So I would, I knew I wanted to deal with families, but I didn't know what I wanted to tap in when it came to working with families and stuff. Um, so I should just do regular general life coaching in any topic because I am trained in a lot of different areas, especially like I have my master's degree in psychology with emphasis in life coaching. So I'm certified to do executive, corporate, organizational, relationship, marital, family, general um, coaching. But I'm not going to do all of those <laughs> because I want to be a specialist and specialize in just one and make that my expertise. So I chose like family, parents. Um, a lot of parents are entrepreneurs. Most of 98% of my clients were entrepreneur parents. That's why I do business and parenting because I help them. Like I'll do parenting coaching with them and then they'll be like, oh, and I want business coaching too. Like after we're done with our parenting program. So they always transition. That's why I didn't take in too many new clients for about two years because I had the same clients, but for both services. So we would be working together pretty much all year on different services, parenting first and then get their house in order and then we get their business in order and help build a legacy. So they transitioned and they worked with me continually throughout the year. So I didn't really have space for new people because I kept the same people for a while. Um, minimum eight months uh, all the time. They will transition to another program. Um, but definitely knowing your ideal client and who you're marketing to is the best way to be able to begin promoting because everybody's, again, not your ideal client. And how are you going to build any script or... Like, how, what are you going to say if you don't know who you're talking to? Me, I know, like, if I'm promoting right now my I Am My Sister's Keeper program, it's for moms. So I'm going to be like, sis, hey, you're, it's okay to pick yourself and say no to others and yes to yourself. Like, I know who I'm talking to because that's the old me. I can say and build content around how they think, how they're feeling, because I can tap into that, too, because it was the old me. So it's easy for me to be able to market, promote, and build uh, content around my ideal client because I know what she's going through. So that's why it's important to either niche down or know your ideal client in and out. I know my ideal client is afraid to ask for help because they don't want to be shamed. They don't want people to be like, oh, if it wasn't for me. Um, you wouldn't be where you at and they're single moms, they're overwhelmed, they're stressed out. Like I know that about my client 
because I was like that too. You don't want to ask for help because people always hold it over you when they do help you. Um, or you embarrass that you're failing as a parent <laughs> and then you're struggling doing it on your own, but you don't, you suffer in silence. You don't want, you want help, but you don't want to have to ask for it. You want people to be like, I'm going to just help you. Like they have to force the help on you for you to break down and be like, okay, I'll take it. I know that person. So that's my ideal client. They want to quit their nine to five and be able to be, spend more time with their kids and a stay at home mom and make um money and be able to travel and give their kids the best life they can and their kids not be fall under that statistic of a single mother. They want to be successful. They want to be able to have that financial freedom and travel and live their best life. They don't want to be stressed over them, overwork, no help, doing it on their own. So um, the next one, number four, would be be consistent with your content. You cannot, especially like Instagram. Oh, they're so unloyal. (laughs) You could go one day without posting and lose like 20 plus followers. Like this is a proven thing. I remember when I was sick um, and I was just like out of it. I slept for maybe two days and I forgot I do my content on Thursday. Thursday is content creation day. So I'll spend most of Thursday hours researching stuff, building content. And then on Saturdays, I schedule out the content for the next week or two. And so all my scheduled posts have already posted and I didn't get a chance to build more content and post. I lost so many followers. I'm like, dang, they are so unloyal. I usually post four to five times a day, sometimes more. And I didn't post for two days because I'm taking care of myself and my health and they were gone. So you got to be consistent. You can't miss no days. Um, Some days where I would post like two posts instead of five, I'll still miss followers and stuff. But definitely stay consistent. Um, I know I lost followers on my YouTube because I pretty much abandoned it for a little while. It was like months before I posted a video. But now I'm starting to grow it again and be more consistent with recording videos because I used to spend Saturday recording three episodes for my podcast and three episodes for my um, YouTube channel. And I'll be able to plan them out to at least have two. No, it used to be four, four videos for um, podcasts. And then I'll schedule them out to do two a week. So that's two weeks content every Saturday that I'm making so that I can have content built for a couple of weeks out. So, um, Sometimes I will forget, be like, oh, is this another week that I didn't do? Or I'll be like, I can skip a week. I got enough content scheduled out for the next month or two. And then I'll forget to go (laughs) and upload and schedule the post to post. And people will be like, "Uh, Mo, what's wrong? Like some people will reach out to me. If they see I'm not posting, they'll be like, are you okay? What's wrong, coach? Um, But definitely stay consistent because... How could they trust you if you can't even show up for them on a consistent basis? So that's a big thing as far as like promoting. You can't be inconsistent. You can't show up just when you want to make money. <laughs> like even with your email list, you can't just only shoot an email out to your email list when you want them to buy something. Like give them some free content. Share your um podcast with them or share a YouTube episode or video that you recorded that week share some of the content you shared on social media with your email list in case they missed it um give them tips um give them value before you ask for a sale 
You can't just only pop up when you're selling something, period. Because <laughs> they're going to be like, this person only sent us an email when she wants us to buy. They're going to notice that. Ain't nobody stupid. Um, the last one is build trust using um, like a Facebook group or something. Like me, I have a private Facebook group where I could talk to my ideal clients specifically in one place. I don't have to worry about searching for them, going to um, all these different pages and social medias looking for my ideal client. They're there. They signed up to be in my private Facebook group for a reason because they want me to sell to them. They want me to talk to them. They want me to give tips and tricks and help them. So you can build that trust with a small group. Like mine's only have a couple of hundred people because I ha- I kind of abandoned them too. <laughs> but because um, I, I used to go live in the group. So sometimes I used to make it exclusive to my Facebook group and I only go live in the group. I still help people. They reach out. I still give them tips and stuff like that. But um, I do need to be more active. I've been active more in other people's Facebook group, which is also another thing because you can promote. Some Facebook groups let you promote, like I'm part of single mom group. I'm part of boss chick groups with other bosses and stuff. So I come in there. I use the other private Facebook groups as marketing. And I would like ask, what do you guys want or you wish you had as a parent or you wish you learned? Um, What are you struggling with in your business and stuff like that? Do marketing questions in those groups. It's free marketing most of those groups i am a mentor in. so some of the single mom groups i'm in they um selected me to be a mentor because i'm always active in a group so they'll assign me mentees so every once in a while i'll get a new mentee that i'm mentoring that's a single mom struggling in my area that's local and i'll connect with and i'll network with i'll be there like their backbone help them it's not me free coaching them but they just need a friend they just need a mentor so I do, uh, I am mentors in two parenting groups and then like one entrepreneur group. But all those groups have some like 30,000 people, 100,000 people. Um, so it's a really good thing to gain trust in those groups um, by giving free content, helping them. I like to give tips and tricks and stuff like that that I've shared years ago. It's old content. I just hold on to all my content and repurpose it. But I'll repurpose it in those private Facebook groups. And that's how I'm able to grow my audience. They start to follow me. They ask questions. um, And you show up as the expert. So you get labeled as an expert. And the people, the administrators in that group notice you're sharing content, noticing people feeding on your content and asking you questions. So that's how you show up as an expert because they will reach out to you and ask you like, can you be part of the administrative team or could you be a mentor in our mentorship program? Um, I have partnered with well-known coaches that are far more advanced in the coaching field than me, but because certain niche that they have, they can't help everybody. So people do, a lot of coaches do refer their clients to me when they're dealing with parents or people that want to build legacy or have child behavior issues because I help with that but um, definitely show up in other platforms because I'm in groups in uh, LinkedIn as well so LinkedIn is where I get a lot of uh, I'm new to LinkedIn that's the newest platform I've like started being on 
But I get a lot of uh, people reach out to me on LinkedIn for speaking engagement. I have booked since the first week I got on LinkedIn. I have booked so many podcast interviews, radio show interviews. It's crazy. People are inviting me to do lives in their Facebook groups. Just speaking. I don't even like speaking, but it's something that people reach out to me about. I always get booked for like speaking engagements, speaking on other people's platform. And that's another way I gain clients because of the interviews. And they're like, oh my gosh, I have to invite you back again. <laughs> but you have to collab. You have to be open. Promoting yourself and building like trust and things like that, it's free. You don't have to pay for people to see you show up. You just got to show up. And it will it will get you out to more people if you do it more consistently. So hopefully these tips help with how to promote without money. And until next time, Coach Mo out.